Hi, I'm your host, Olivia. And I'm your host, Sophia. We hope you're having a great morning, noon, or evening, depending on when you're listening. Join us as we look at the vexing, perplexing, and all-around idiocy that is internet debate. Hey, Sophia. Hello, Miss Olivia. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. How about you? You know, I'm getting through it. Every week I say that because it's so true. It's like, well, I'm, I made it out alive, so <laughs> that's the blessing. Oh, yeah, too real. Um. Uh, but, um, I mean, so far so good. I, I'm, I'm still, what is it, chugging along? <laughs> <laughs> like the little engine who could? Is that you right now? Yeah, that's me right now. It, if I could explain my emotions, I would say that I'm, what is it, uh, Thomas, the, the train, or that train. I, I used to read that book, you know, like, uh, The Little Engine Who Could. Yeah, that's the name of the book. And it's like, that's me right now. It's a struggle. <laughs> well, at least you're getting through it. At least you just keep going. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, but my heart's breaking because of this this pop culture news that I heard this morning, so I don't know if you want to get right into it, but... um, my Yeah, let's get right into it. My heart's breaking, okay. So, are you a Jurassic Park fan? Uh, Yeah, definitely. I don't know about the worlds for sure, but definitely the old movies. Okay, so your heart will literally crush when I drop this news on you. It might not crush because it is a Jurassic World movie, but Jurassic World Dominion has a new release date of June 2022. My heart's breaking just thinking about having to wait that long to watch it. Like I'm a diehard fan of the Jurassic Park and World Series, so it's hurting me inside. I mean, the worlds are good, they're just not, very different vibes. I, I don't know. You really can't beat that first movie. Even the movies made after that by the Jurassic Park series are per- pretty whack. Um, so yeah, I'm okay with waiting. I felt like the last one was just odd. <gasps> I love like every single one of them. Even The park ones, the world, it doesn't matter to me. I love just dinosaurs in general. So if you put a dinosaur in a movie, I'm watching it. A plus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're pretty underrated, huh? Yeah. So Universal Pictures was supposed to premiere Jurassic World Dominion in the summer of 2021. But because of COVID-19, plans have changed, which I'm, may I add, is understandable. Um, because of COVID-19, there have been major protocols set in place to keep everyone safe on set um, for this movie, which has caused the movie's production to take a little bit more time. Uh Some safety measures that are currently in effect include a takeout-only cafeteria with vacuum-sealed meals and crews being split off into smaller groups. Huh. So I can only imagine, like, like production team, they're put into different groups now, and now everybody's got to stay pretty much isolated for their time being in the um, production until, of course, like, uh, they have to 
do movie skits and everything, but yeah, they're definitely taking precaution and it's set back the time from, it was supposed to release in the summer of 2021 back to June, 2022. You know, it's not really realistic to make a movie during these times, but I guess you could also call it's not really realistic to just push everything until it's over. People have jobs, you know? Exactly. And you know, this is my personal belief and what I wish that, uh, you know, Universal Pictures would do. I wish that Universal Pictures and Netflix would just work out a deal and premiere it on Netflix so that everyone. Oh can my just God, Netflix it. is a mess right now. They keep canceling things left and right. Really? Yeah, they <laughs> dropped a huge list a little while ago. Oh my gosh. Well, if, if, Universal Pictures and like something like Hulu or, or someone um, would just, if they could premiere it maybe on Hulu so that everyone could watch it at the comfort of their home. Like, doesn't that sound great with spooky season in full gear, um, just curling up into a ball and drinking like a warm pumpkin spice latte? That would, that sounds amazing. That does sound kind of nice. You know, I'm not this mad because there's, I, every time I go on, um, or not every time, but recently I've been going on TikTok and Chris Pratt, like, Chris Pratt is starting, people are starting to be really weary of him. There's a whole, I think it's, I don't know if it's a hashtag, but it's hashtag worst Chris. <laughs> What's the hashtag? I, I don't know. It's this idea that he's the worst Chris. Oh my gosh. Aww. And a couple years ago, I would have been like, no, he's the best. He's obviously the funniest. But, okay, we're looking at, he tweeted out uh, recently. He's like, oh, like, oh, it's really important to go vote. This matters so much, blah, blah, blah. Go vote for my new movie. People are like, are you kidding me? Because he was making fun of it. And then a lot of people are like, oh my god. Like, there was some fire because he wore... He's a Republican, and you have, you know, have your own opinions. He wore, um, he wore the Don't Tread on Me shirt, and, like, again, a lot of people take that as a very American symbol, but a lot of people take it as, um, very bad, because it was designed by a slave owner, and it did symbolize, I, I think, some, some bad things down the line, and then <laughs> I saw something that he divorced his wife because she wouldn't have any more kids. And, like, I don't know if that's... Uh, it puts a bad taste in my mouth hearing it, but, like, you know, oh, it's yeah. real life. Anyway, Chris a Pratt, a Republican, <laughs> not as cool as I thought he was. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Like, honestly, when I watch movies, I I don't really pay attention of, like, what celebrities in the movie, but rather, like... I don't know. I guess I'm not... Um, I'm not too involved in like celebrities and their lives, except for Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, like I followed Ellen and then, you know, she would post something and I would look at it and I'd be like, Oh, cool. And then like, just recently I started looking into the comments and then I was like, Whoa, what's going on? And then the whole Twitter thing, like it blew up on Twitter. And, um, I was honestly like, I was shocked because I was like, all of this has been happening like right under my nose and I haven't even noticed until now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really like follow, follow a lot of celebrities. I don't like they're just people like kind of get I like I, I get 
Like, I'm over it most of the time. Like, I don't really want to keep up with their lives. But, like, that is, like, weird when it's, like, somebody's completely open about themselves as a person, but they're just painted a little differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So, is your favorite Jurassic Park movie the original? Yeah. Because, I mean, okay. For really getting into it, the original, like, you know, it's a, like, not to, like, um... Not to stick my head deep into the nostalgia, because that can be bad for you, I guess. But, like, that's a classic, you know, great movie. The second one's okay. It's pretty whack. The third one's completely whack, but very very fun to watch back-to-back, sure. The world ones are okay. Like, I, I found them fun. And, like, obviously, like, it was funny and good moments and stuff. But, like, I don't know. V- very, very money-grabby that's true they've made many jurassic park ones and jurassic world ones i believe that jurassic park's going on number three and jurassic world is going on number six what or that's what i read if you want to oh you do mean like in the universe it's going to be the sixth jurassic movie yeah oh okay my favorite one was jurassic world fallen kingdom I think that was the best one by far. It came out in 2018. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I bl- they were like auctioning off um, the dinosaurs. Did you see that one? That movie? Is this? Are you talking about the second Jurassic World movie? I don't know. I- I'm looking at it right now on my computer, and it's Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I'm pretty sure that's the second one. Um. Th- and spoiler alert, but that's the one with the little girl as a clone, right? I'm not sure. That oh, weird. <laughs> I'm like, this is my favorite movie, and then I don't even know what's going on. <sighs> I just remember at the, um, like at the very beginning, they were on this helicopter, and the, this man is trying is like holding on to the helicopter uh, ladder, and then a dinosaur eats him like comes out of the water and eats him i have no i have no memory of that (sighs) i just remember like the most iconic part in that movie was they were like auctioning off these dinosaurs the dinosaurs were like rare creatures like they were breeded and and then the dinosaurs, like, got out of the cages, and all these rich people are, like, running out of the building. Mm, yucky. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I think that wraps up, um, what's pop, pop, poppin' in pop culture. I'll give the floor to you, Olivia. Um, all right. So, next up, we have superiority, um, comments. <laughs> um, just have to take a beat to make sure I don't mess that up. Um... <laughs> So, uh, I was scrolling again through Instagram because um, tw- TikTok's a little harder and Twitter's a little bit of a battleground right now. Oh <laughs> my goodness. Um, but I did come across um, this post by, uh, it's by Coolest Gay. Um, and it's a screenshot of a Twitter post and it says, everyone's too sensitive nowadays is literally code for... I wish I could be racist, homophobic, ableist, sexist, etc. without getting called out for it. Oh, you just unpacked a whole can of worms that I'm not even ready 
to <laughs> attack. That's crazy. I mean, it's kind of right in some senses. Oh, no. And I think it's funny because there's no comment in particular I really have, but like every single comment is like, that's not true. People are too sensitive, blah, 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 blah. But in, in, in saying that you are being sensitive to the post and like getting offended. And I just find that wildly hilarious. So he's saying like he wants to be racist, ableist, homophobic, and not, not worry about like consequences on that or. No, it's, um, it's, it's joking. It's saying people who say everyone's too sensitive nowadays are really saying, oh man, I really wish I could be racist and nobody would care. Oh my gosh. Because that's what it is. It does kind of sound like when older generations say, oh my gosh, you're so sensitive. It's like, no, grandma, I don't want you to make that joke about (laughs) not white people. Oh my gosh. Were there any comments? Oh, yeah, there are a ton. Like, no, I'm literally none of these. But I kind of think the same way. Many people are too sensitive. But that in itself is, like, being sensitive. And I just think that's funny. Oh, my. So what's the word? We're hypocritical? Yeah, exactly. (sighs) That's. And it's like, we've got the, like, I'm not any of these things, but you guys are babies. And then we have people replying, like, no, like, being caring about human rights is, is good. And then people are like, what do you even mean? People can't handle honesty. It's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point here. That has... They're, like, grasping at straws at that point. Yeah, I think the I think someone summed it up the best. Um, a lot of dark humor isn't appropriate anymore. And if you're really not um, able to be funny without saying a few offensive things, then I'm sorry, but you're just not uh, funny. Yes, that is so true. I saw someone comment that and I was like, round of applause for for these good Samaritans, because I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, if you have to be, if you have to add racism or like sexism in your joke, it's like, all right, like it's 2020, like get over it. Uh, you think those those jokes are funny maybe they were funny in 2014 when dark humor I would say personally was at its prime but nowadays it's kind of like uh, we've kind of heard that already from someone else and and now it's just obnoxious and unnecessary completely unnecessary yeah exactly like I don't know I I I like good dark humor but like when it's just when it's just things that are just over the top like <laughs> you're you're punching down it's always the rule of punching down you should need to punch up instead of punching down whereas if you're a white straight male you shouldn't be making jokes about literally <laughs> anyone who's not a white straight male because most people um that that's most people under that are uh, the oppressed and as the the not oppressed as the majority, I guess. Um, you have to have that responsibility of being not an idiot about yeah. it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, it seems like every, every week 
there's something that just like it irks me you bring information to me and all it does is like irk me <laughs> um would you say that um you're being too sentimental no <laughs> oh, no it's time for me to pass away i gotta go <laughs> no i no i know i literally like uh, I, I hate deep dive. It's, I'm only doing this because every single time I see a post like this, my brain's like, look at the comments. I'm like, do not look at the comments. You're not going to like it. You're not going to agree with people. And people are like, people are just bringing their ignorance to this table. You're not. And then I look at the comments every time. And I'm like, I get so mad. You know, I used to be like that. And I'm still kind of like that, depending on the topic. But uh, like, if it's a very serious topic, then... I'll really get into it and I'll be upset about it, but I try not to respond to them. I've. Oh no, I never, ever, ever comment on anything. I I just look. (laughs) I responded once or twice um, before. And then I realized just uh, some people, they're never going to learn or or they don't want to break out of uh, that mentality. So I've learned to just keep my peace and, even my mom, she's like, she'll look at comments on her Facebook and she, <gasps> and she'll be like, oh, well, well, I can't change their mind because at the end of the day, end of the day, people are going to think what they want to think. So I've kind of fallen into that. <sighs> as well, but it really, it's just like, well, if you could help someone like maybe maybe reframe their uh, mentality or, or talk to them, then you can honestly help them understand your side of things. Instead of saying like, oh, that's just how they are, or uh, they're going to think what they want to think. Yeah, I think it all depends. There's healthy arguing, like there's healthy conversation, but to an extent, because uh, I mean, I think the best the best way I've ever heard it put was um, in one of my environmental classes where you have a scale and on one side of the scale are people who don't believe scientists, they don't believe in climate change whatsoever, they think the entire thing is a hoax and then on the other scale you have people actively trying to fight climate change and believe um, like and believe it's really like you know it's it's going to harm our um, society um, to a, a great degree one day, and even now. But um, if you have someone on the one side of the scale, um, you can maybe get them up one notch, or maybe even two, but there's no, there, there's absolutely nothing you can do to move them one, from one side of the scale to the other. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what, what do you think of Facebook debates and your whole idea on Facebook oh my god it's so bad because I I look at Facebook and I I'm like oh my god I hate Zuckerberg I don't like using Facebook but then he owns I'm pretty sure he contributes greatly to Instagram so it's it's yeah but uh, (laughs) um I don't like using Facebook and there's a oh my god there's a person there's statistics um, but Facebook's one of the leading causes in spread of fake news. Oh my gosh, I have like a whole, <laughs> like a whole thing to say about Facebook and fake news. I'm not even going to call out my mom or 
or her and her um, usage of Facebook, because I feel like what I'm about to say pertains to a lot of people on Facebook where they just share a bunch of information and they don't even look at if it's accurate or reliable. They just share it to share it. And I think that Facebook really needs to take into consideration what's going on and they should, I know Instagram, they fact, they fact check uh, posts. And I think that Facebook should really um, work on maybe adding that to their app. I, yeah, I don't know how, like, yeah, I, I pulled up an article by Forbes there. They spread fake news faster than any other social website, according to new research what there's all these statistics they um they found facebook to be their first site for untrustworthy untrustworthy news sources over 15 percent of the time in the 2016 election 57 percent of trump supporters read at least one big news article and only 28 percent of clinton supporters did hmm. Hmm. the struggle <laughs> For sure. <laughs> we got to make sure that our that our sources are accurate and reliable. Yeah, for sure. I always am looking up if, like, this website or that website is, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been there before. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, you want to move on? Yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't say this is much of a crazy conspiracy theory. But rather, this is a case that happened in 1947. So may I introduce you Roswell's UFO crash. So I want to talk about Roswell because, you know, Roswell's in New Mexico and I lived in New Mexico for, I would say, five or six years. So, you know, I want to talk about something that that hits a little close to home. All right, so sometime before June 14th, 1947, there was a crash, crash on Boster Ranch. On July 4th, 1947, a rancher comes across this crash site to pick up some of the debris. He decides three days later on July 7th uh, to take some of these, these, uh, these pieces of debris he picked up and showed it to local sheriff George Wilcox. Wilcox contacts Colonel Blanchard, who's part of the Roswell Army Airfield military base. Blanchard gets in contact with General Roger W. Ramey, and John General Roger W. Ramey orders Jesse Marshall, an intellect, an intelligence officer, to go to the crash site. <laughs> and assess and recover materials. So sorry, there's a lot of names, but as you can see, there's a lot of people talking to other people, getting in, talk, in contact with another person and ordering people to do so-and-so. So a lot of, lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Goes from a rancher to a sheriff, then to colonel and so on and so forth. So, and it's all connecting to a UFO crash? Yeah, so this rancher, he's looking at this debris, and this rancher's like, you know, this, this looks like a UFO, like a UFO crashed 
right here um, in Boster Ranch. And so then everybody's kind of talking. And now we're at the point where Jesse Marshall, an intelligence officer, is going down to the crash site and assessing and recovering materials to make sure that, you know, this is a crash site or it might be even something else. Okay. So Colonel Blanchard <laughs> is briefed on the crash site visit. Now, on July 8th, Blanchard orders Lieutenant Walter Hott, public information officer, to issue a press release stating that they have a quote-unquote flying saucer. Ooh, interesting, right? A <laughs> 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 Flying saucer. I wait. When was this again? This was in 1947. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what pe- what became of this this so called flying saucer? What did did people believe it was a flying saucer? Where did it go? Oh, you know, uh, I could get into it, but yeah. So all these news releases were coming out, and people were freaking out, and so. Let me get back on track, but you'll see where the where this is heading. Okay. Okay, so not soon after the Roswell Daily Records front page says Roswell Army Airfield captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. And then literally the same day, the Air Force changes their story. General Ramey orders that the crash remainings be sent to him for his own personal inspection. He then identifies Ooh. the pieces as a weather balloon. So they're going back on their on their word. They're like, oh, you know, we said it was a, a flying saucer. But now with further inspection from General Ramey, um, it's actually a weather balloon. I, I mean, that kind of makes sense, though. <laughs> no, this is sketchy. And then they demanded... I mean, it's sketchy, but it also kind of makes sense. (laughs) And then they demanded that the Roswell Daily Records correct their front page from flying saucer to weather balloon. And then the next day after that, on July 9th, the Roswell Daily Records releases another article with the headline saying, Harassed rancher who located saucer. Sorry he told about it. Huh. That's scary. And I <laughs> I'm so heated right now. Like in in that article, he said the debris was just rubber strips, tin foil, a rather tough paper and sticks. Like when you look at the idea of flying saucers like in in reality, they actually exist like this is a real, it's just like, I can't fathom it. It's like, no, they're so ridiculous. Like, there's no way that one flew to Earth and crashed and that's where it started. It's honestly, to me, it looks like this Air Force is trying to cover something up. Like, they were, they revealed too much. And so they went back on their word and said, oh, it's just a weather balloon. Like, do you really think that weather balloons are well maybe they are but rubber strips tin foil and a rather tough paper maybe but it's almost like why did they go back on their word and then after that it says harassed rancher who locates saucer sorry he told about it like they were really nagging at him like 
harassing him. I, uh, <laughs> I think he just thought he had something cool and it was taken away. <laughs> and I just don't like, like I don't understand like like in this universe, so on so called aliens have the same exact materials that we do. Hmm. So you're saying that if there were aliens, they would have these other materials that we don't even know about. Um, like, not that their planet is some weird kooky thing. This is ridiculous. I, <laughs> there's no way, if humanity started over right now, there's no way that everything would happen the same exact, although I do, I guess you would argue that all humanity, all we are doing is just like repeating ourselves over and over so i don't know i'm not sure but it just sounds ridiculous and then after this after that uh the roswell daily records released that article everybody just kind of forgot about it yeah uh excuse me if i was that rancher i would be scared because these generals the lieutenant is knocking on my door saying you have to go to the Roswell Daily Records and tell them that it wasn't a saucer. Like, that's sketchy. Uh, that you're, they're obviously, they said too much, and now they're going back on their word. And this poor rancher uh, kind of fell in line with that, and he got the heat for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I don't, like... I'm not, like, you know, 100% trusting of the government. They can do no wrong. It's just, like, like aliens, like, existing has always been weird to me. Like, not existing, per se, but existing and coming and looking like a sci-fi version <laughs> of it. Now, if you don't hear anything back from me, it's probably because the aliens took me or the government, you know, uh, took me away because I, I knew too much. Oh yeah, yeah. We we did we did one podcast for our for our college and then the government heard that and then they were like, Oh my god, she's pretty sus <laughs> she's and then they're gonna take you voter out in the global pandemic. Voter out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that wraps up. You know, next week I'm gonna come in hot with even more evidence and more articles about these alien interactions and then i'll see and you know new mexico because of this um these alien sightings that people are seeing and this like roswell crash that happened in 1947 there's been a lot of um commotion and people go on vacations to roswell uh to hopefully see some of these alien sightings or maybe come across a a crash well, I, I kind of get that, even if, like, like I'm not a ghost person, per se, but, like, I really want to check out that Winchester Mansion, you know Ooh, what I yeah. mean? Or there's, um, there's conventions, uh, alien conventions, I think they're, they're honestly really cool. <laughs> that might be a bit much for me, <laughs> going to an alien convention. <sighs> All right, well, that wraps up, um, talking about the Roswell crash. I'll give it to you. <laughs> All right. 
And it's like I said before, I'm on the UFOs don't exist side of the scale. You're not going to get me to the UFOs do exist side. I don't know. You'd be surprised. I do look forward to hearing more (laughs) alien content. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. Um, So this week, um, I'm bringing in Keeping It Real and Flag. And as you and I both know, Trump was scheduled to um, come uh, directly to Flagstaff um, for one of his campaign rallies. And of course, said rally was canceled because the president himself got COVID. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I was talking about that with a friend. And then the next night, or actually, I woke up in the morning and I saw all these news stories about Trump testing positive for covid and i was just like oh well you look at that guess guess uh he's not coming to flagstaff after all (laughs) um now i have a couple articles pulled up by the daily sun and they said that they're considering it's um a question of whether it would be pushed back or just made online but a lot of our local um you know vice mayor adam shimoni um and council members don't actually want him to come, like, political reasons aside, just because of COVID and because um, we have seen COVID spikes recently in Cococino. Um, or, did I say that right? Oh, dang it. I would say Cococino, and I mean Coconino. Um, I do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, it is dangerous at one point. So, um, there, it's that question is hanging in the air of whether whether or not he's going to come. Yeah. Um, if he's got COVID, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I also want to add that. Uh, did you see the news about him not wanting to debate Biden online? Yeah. Yeah. He. His campaign um, said it will not do an online debate, and Biden's campaign said they won't move the third debate. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, 2020, <sighs> it's almost like something out of a movie. Um, I know. I was so mad at myself I missed that um, vice presidential debate, but I, I might go back and watch it, but I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I haven't watched it. I, I told myself, but... By the time my class ended, I couldn't make the time. But I am planning on watching it um, this Sunday because, you know, extra credit for one of my classes to talk about uh, the debate. I did tune into the first presidential debate, though, and that was that was quite interesting for me. Oh, yeah. Me and my roommates set up set up the laptop, sat on the couch, watched that one. That was a lot. I have you seen the the um that was the worst debate I've ever seen that was a dumpster fire uh, like and a train crash and this and that combined it was just that's like yes I saw that and um you know right after the debate it was so fast I went onto my Instagram there was already memes about it like Mr. President, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. President, <laughs> uh, like the moderator trying to um, just calm things oh down, and then I saw another meme where it was like petition to make Judge Judy, Judge Judy the moderator. 
I, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like, he he didn't do a good job, but also like, how was he supposed to do a good job? Blah blah blah. Yeah, and that's it's so crazy because like, it was almost like immediately after the debate, he tested positive for COVID. Oh my god, I know, and he just made fun of Biden for wearing. Oh masks my gosh, all the time. he he told Biden that he was a fool for wearing a mask. I was. Just- I mean, Biden's a fool, but for other reasons. <laughs> God, I never thought I'd get those guys who are like, oh my God, I miss Bernie, like in the 2016, but now I'm here. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, now. I get it now. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's too much. Wow. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there any other news here on Flagstaff campus? I did come across this QR well, uh giveaway thing i guess they're i don't i don't even know but i i was walking around and i saw like this paper and it was like qr giveaway so then i got it on my phone and i guess the flagstaff's doing a giveaway on um on both today and tomorrow from three to five so i'm excited to see um what they're giving out <laughs> do you mean like like downtown flagstaff or are you just talking to you like it, i was by the okay. group and there was like this little paper that was posted on a on a light pole and i got it off of my phone like you know i i downloaded the qr code type of thing and it had me put in my my gmail and then i picked a time for uh, when I'm going to pick up my prize. I don't even know what the prize is going to be, but I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, well, speaking of news and Flagstaff, I did want to, I did want to go through my final point, which um, another Daily Sun article, but the Biden buzz rolls through town in first Flagstaff campaign stop. And I did not know they did that. Obviously it wasn't Biden or Kamala who came, but um I, I guess, I don't know, a, to- a tour bus? Is this a tour bus? I don't know. They were, um, <laughs> they were giving away campaign things and um, just kind of, I guess, rolling through town um, to promote, uh, you know, their campaign, whatnot, um, which is odd, but kind of smart. Yeah, like, I saw, I saw that uh, tour bus briefly, not in person, but rather Snapchat. There's someone who went uh, downtown and recorded some of it. And I was like, what? When did this happen? Like, when did I miss this memo? <laughs> exactly. <sighs> well, a lot of things going on in 2020. Pandemic, um, political debates. Uh, I can't even think of anything else that's really happening. I mean, online classes are still... Some pretty social, some pretty important social movements going on too, like Black oh, Lives yeah, Matter. For sure. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a lot going on in twenty twenty, and I personally heard people where they're like, "I can't wait for twenty twenty one," but I feel like twenty twenty one is just going to be the same thing. But it's not. You're not going to hit the clock, and it's going to be better. Like we're still going through the pandemic. Eddie Van Halen is still going to be dead. It's it's all tragic, and we're just going to have to. 
uh, adapt. Yeah, like that's what I was thinking too. Just because it's going to be January 1st, 2021 doesn't mean the pandemic is just going to weather away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. But um, we have to have little things. Uh, we have to not like fear life. There's a difference between fear and caution. So um, not to bring anybody down because like, you know, hard times, but um, I think we're all getting through it. And oh, that's yeah, pretty for cool. sure. We're chugga chugga chewing. We're... Oh my god. I, uh, the way that sounds in my head, I don't know why. I'm like, uh, we're the little engine who could. Yeah, for sure. This year, I'm the little engine that could. All right. Well, all right. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, more cringy people on the internet and apparently oh, more yes. aliens. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.